I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, yeah. Weekend was lit. Super lit. Augusta, Georgia. Masters. Oh, yeah. I watched a lot of the Masters this weekend. Same. There was a lot of rain, man. A lot. Why is Ross doing golf voice? Because, you know, my family had no problem with it either. I was like, hey, I'm going to put the Masters on. And they were both like, ugh. And you know, <laughs> seriously. And, and That's I, not support. I know. And I put the Masters on and the two of them just chilled. Reading a book, hanging Beautiful. out. Because they, they're just like, this is the most soothing thing to have on in the background is the Masters. Uh, 28-year-old John Ram or John Rom, sorry, wins the whole thing, um, gets a green jacket. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I love about the Masters is that there is, outside of the commercial break, mm-hmm. it's all action all the time. Yeah. Like as soon as one golfer hits and you see where the ball lands, yeah. they move straight to the next golfer. And I don't know if it's like edited that way, if there's like a little bit of a time delay they know so that you doing. can get the back to back to back to back. Yeah. It was incredible, though. Did you see that tree fall? I did not. Those two trees? Mm-mm. Two massive trees. And I mean, like, 100-foot trees fell. So you saw it on TV? Yeah. Like, it's, it was all over social. It happened, like, early. And, and like, and, and, yeah, they just completely just tipped over. And it was going slow enough that pe- the fans could get out of the way. Otherwise, it would have oh, crushed people. I thought you were going to say, like, crazy. all the fans gathered together and, like, tried to... Brace the tree. No, bro. Come on now. These are golf fans. Okay. okay. We're doing this for Tiger. Okay. They they, they show up with their own lawn chair. Okay. And then you take that light stroll from from one green to the next. Yeah. Tiger couldn't finish. That was sad. No. Uh, But as we said, uh, 28-year-old John Rahm wins the whole thing. Some part, wouldn't it? Didn't even reach the fairway. Even the celebration is just like super chill, right? Knock it in for a round of 69 and a four-shot win. I hear you. From sunrise to sunset. <laughs> Rom wins the Masters Marathon. Yes. <laughs> there's so it. many. Watching golf, there's so many. That's what she said. It's incredible. Oh, I'm glad you said it's, that. Oh, 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 really? Because <laughs> I'm watching. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, hey. 
Hey, hey, every single time, right? Almost the entire weekend, I was in heaven. I was so happy you did this. Just a beautiful afternoon here in Augusta. That's going to keep going. Bruh. Got to be right at that whole location. Bruh. It came back at the second hole. Bruh. He's going to be disappointed with that after two quality shots. Bruh. You try to figure out who's the favorite when you come in? Bruh. Should have just looked at the two hottest players because here they are. Bruh. Definitely won't be down the left side if you're laying up. Bruh. Always so good to see these whole locations on Sundays. Bruh. Rory's just gagging. Bruh. Found something. It felt good. Dug out the old VHS videos. Bruh. But he is a player who knows how to go low. Bruh. Absolute perfection. Got to land it just to the right. Bruh. It's with an inch, Vern, of uh, in your life whole location. Bruh. 1.8 seconds. It stayed on the lip. Bruh. Congratulations, young man. That is so impressive. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the 2023 Masters. Come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Guys, I love golf. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Badass. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mocha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, last year on uh, your birthday mm-hmm. also happened to be the day that I uh, announced my book. Oh, let me guess. You have another announcement no, today. No, I don't have another announcement today. <laughs> no, but I, I felt terrible that day, and I know I heard it from fans. It was just the way it all worked out. The date couldn't be moved, and uh, I had sort of uh, hijacked your birthday. So today, uh, there are no surprises. Everything is all about you. So happy birthday. Thank you. What time's the rock showing up? Um, I, uh, I went to, uh, I had a meeting yesterday and I was like with production and I was like, guys, you know what tomorrow is? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, we can't screw this up. And they were like, oh, we know. <laughs> and I was like, cause you know how I feel about this. And they were like, oh, we know. And, uh, and then, so I let them sort of, you know, do their thing and, because I really felt that I needed to make up to you on your birthday. Oh. Hijacking your birthday last year. So I didn't want to screw this up. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that they got it right. Okay. And so I haven't heard this either. They went and they took everything from last year. Mm-hmm. I told them to capture the emotion I told him that today is a day of celebration and that what happened last year can't happen again this year. And they were like, don't worry, we got you. So without further ado, I would like to play you something Mm -hmm. to celebrate you, Mocha, on your birthday. Am I going to cry? Maybe. (sighs) Great. Why do we celebrate birthdays? Well, birthdays are a way for us to remember, acknowledge, and appreciate someone we love. Another year in the books, another trip around the sun, 12 months of reflection, adoration, and worship of the achievements of one great and totally loved individual. (laughs) Today, we celebrate the birthday of the anniversary of the announcement of Roz's book. A Little Bit Broken, available everywhere books are sold. April 12th, 2022. A day where there wasn't anything else happening. Like nothing at all. Wow, that is incredible. 
ball. Ah, you know how to get me right here, gang. When the city, the country, and the world were all focused on one person, Roz. No. This was his day. I'm just thrilled to be able to tell you Come that on. we are publishing Roz Weston's memoir. Come on. What? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. And it's called A Little Bit Broken. Are you serious? So on the birthday of the anniversary of the announcement, Man. we want everyone to celebrate with us once again. No. The bestseller lists from the Toronto Star. Canadian nonfiction, number one, oh. a little bit broken by hey. Ross Weston. Okay. Look at that. Okay. Hashtag happy birthday, Roz. It's not like there's anything else going on today. No. An incredible achievement for an even more incredible man. We owe him so much. We owe him everything. Happy announcement, anniversary, birthday. Roz, today is your day. We love you, man. And again, the instant number one bestseller, A Little Bit Broken, is available everywhere books are sold. Man, what an awesome day. What an awesome day! Not cool. Not cool. Wow. Not cool. No. Not cool. I'm so sorry, man. I'm I'm so sorry. Bro, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Dude, I'm so I'm so sorry, man. (laughs) Anyway. I'm so (laughs) happy birthday. The announcement. Listen, I'm so, <laughs> a little bit broken, available I'm so, everywhere. I'm so, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I said, guys, uh-huh. this can't happen again. Can't. It cannot happen Please again. Don't make it happen. Don't, I, I don't. I'm so sorry. I'm. Listen, okay. <laughs> they promised me. Promised. They promised me. Promises were made. Pro- promises were broken. <laughs> And broken. Okay. A little bit broken. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Available everywhere. I'm so Number sorry. I'm so sorry. I really am. Well, it's going to so- be a great day. <laughs> Happy birthday to Roz's announcement. One year old. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Happy birthday, Mo. Thank you. And uh, it, it's incredible. We do love celebrating you. Um, sure know how to make a gal feel special. <laughs> so thank you, No, guys. because I, and, and in all seriousness, right, I think that your birthday and you are, you are such an easy person to celebrate because um, you're so good at giving. You know what I mean by that, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you want to give back, like people, I think that we want to give back to you because you're just such a giving person, right? You're like the person that never forgets about anything and you're the person that always considers everybody else. And so I think that for your birthday, oh, it's easy. Guys. I think it's easy. I What's think wrong it, with I, taking? Well, that's why we, that's why nobody even remembers when your birthday is, Maury, because you're a taker, right? Mocha <laughs> is a giver. Shem is a singer. And that is really why we are here today. So, Shem, what have you prepared for Mocha? Well, Mocha, um, happy birthday again. Thank you, And buddy. Um, I decided to come up with a song for you, as I know how to do. Um, I think you'll really enjoy the lyrics. Some of oh them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I um, haven't heard this yet, bro, by the way. Come on, guys. I'm not part of this. On so, my birthday? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's loving. Just, okay. do, uh, just take a listen. There, there's a file okay. there that you need okay. to play. Okay, okay. Here we go. Yes. 
He's super into fitness and plays with wrestling dolls. He's got imagination because he thinks he's six feet tall. What? Six foot what? Yeah, and I'm a 45-year-old smooth, cool dude. Oh, my God. No doubt his dedication when giving Maria fries. He's got heart and commitment. His shoes are quite the size. Now time to talk some smack, yo, mocha. I hope you have trained. When I beat your ass in the race, you will only feel the pain. And you'll hang your head in shame. Thanks, guys. Uh, What? That was good. (laughs) I mean, that was good. Yeah, there was some, you know, some roasts. There's some some kind of jabs thrown in there. No, love. Though those are those are love bites. Right? Those are love bites. That's all. That's all that is. You guys really know how to make a gal feel special. (laughs) Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Uh, Mocha's birthday today. Hey. Birthday. Mocha, if you want to shoot Thank Mocha you. a uh, birthday text. Funny enough, like zero texts have been coming through That's today. That's such a lie. Why, Why would, would you, you say that? <laughs> Why? Why do that to yourself? Oh, oh look at this. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> what? What, so Jim? Happy birthday, Mocha. Such a... Can I say this a little no, bit? No. No, probably no. not. No, probably Ta- not. Text it to me. I'll do that right now. Text it to me. <gasps> I think you could it's say love, that. Though. It's love, though. It's love, though. I know, I know, I, I know. I think you could I say know. that. I think so. Hold on. I'm going to be the judge you of that. I'm more. You are not the. You are not the one who gets the call what's appropriate on this show or just, not. Just text you. Turn your camera on, Maury, for me. Oh. You're going secrets out there. Oh, um. We said the, there's a TV show Yeah, similar. yeah, I think you can say. So go ahead, Sham. Happy birthday, Mocha. Such a delf. Hey! Can't have this though. Hey! 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 Uh, Thursday's real. <laughs> oh, nine two five triple five. If you would like to uh, text Mocha, happy birthday. We love getting them. Um, it's always fun when we have something to celebrate on the show because the uh, Roz and Mocha show resident poet laureate uh, Dammit Mori always likes to prepare something to oh. celebrate whatever it is that is going on, whether it be an anniversary or a holiday or as today a birthday. Uh, damn it, Maury, what have you prepared today? A poem that I guess is from the heart. Mocha, mocha, burning bright. It's your birthday. 
Let's get to light. You're sweeter than sugar. You're hotter than fire. And when you're on the radio, we never tire. With your brown, pudgy cheeks, you Pudge. look like a caramel dream. And when we see you, Mocha, our hearts start to beam. Your eyebrows could use some serious grooming work, oh. but we still love your charming little smirk. Damn. Your hands are so smooth. It's like touching a dove. I want to rub them all day, but that might be too much love. You talk about WWE with such passion. I can't help but admire your dedication and fashion. With pouty lips so sweet and divine, you could charm a snake or a porcupine. <laughs> you're like a ten you're like a tender fillet, Moga, so juicy and rare. We're glad you're not a vegetable, because that would be a bit unfair. So here's to you, my dear Mocha, on your special day with your sexy birthday butt, bushy brows, and smooth hands so gay. Your love for wrestling and those pouty lips divine. I'll always cherish you and your daddiness so fine. Excuse me. Am I the only one who heard Maury's nose whistling through that entire thing? Yeah, that's that's your takeaway? That's yeah. Pretty... Also, I'm not pudgy. Why also, you call me pudgy? Yeah. Man, yeah. no, no, no. no. Talking about my eyebrows, calling me little, say I got gay hands. <laughs> yeah, like, not that there's anything wrong with having gay hands. No, but, no, nothing no. at all. Gay nothing hands are great. Called you beefy? Yeah. Right? I said daddiness. Da do you think that that is a compliment? I do. In so, what way is that a compliment? When you like daddies. No. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, is, is there another text? Is there another text? Can we get the taste out of our mouth? Oh, wait, wait, what? Um, I don't mean to say it that uh, way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it that way. No, I didn't, I didn't stop. mean to, I didn't mean to say it that way. I didn't mean to say it that just way. Just stop, please. Thanks, guys. I love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I saw in Winnipeg, so they had like winter storm watch last Thursday. Mm -hmm. And today... Sunny and like 16 degrees. That's crazy. I know. Once right? you start getting like that like part 25, of the country is so wild to And they me. were saying like 25, 30 centimeters. Yeah. Last week. Just four days ago. Yeah. It's wild. I know. I know. I, and I don't, and I'm like, my body is not built for that. Like I need the gradual thaw. Uh-huh. Right? Like my body's not built for, you know, snowstorm and then 20 degrees. Like yeah. my stomach gets all upset and everything else. Like I just can't. I can't handle that. Oh my at God, all. dude. Our backyard. Yeah. Like now that the snow's all gone. How much dog poo's back there? Oh, ah. so much. Ah. It is the most disgusting <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. And we're pretty good with like keeping track and like picking up the poop when yeah. it happens. Yeah. But you get to those moments where it happens and it sinks in the snow and you may not no, right. and then more snow falls and freezes that poop. Yep. And then once the thaw happens, it's just All a disgusting, it. mushy mess. All of it. Blech! It's so, like but, my, it's but you the have worst to, thing. You have to try and get out there, though, and get it while it's still a little frozen. No, it, that's you what we can't do. wait yeah. for full thaw. No, but then I'm not, like, digging around through I the know. snow but when you're full, looking for When it. you're full Whoa. thaw, it's like it's a pain in the ass it to get really it off is. the shovel. It's like all this stuff. What's your technique? What do you do? So do you just, like, use your boot? Or, like, what do you... No, I no. get a shovel. Yeah. And we scoop it into a bucket. I take. But how do like you a, get? How do you get it onto the shovel? 
Because sometimes it's difficult to get it. What do you use if to I push to, it with? What do you push it with to get it onto the shovel? I just like use force with the shovel. Sometimes yeah. I dig into the ground a little bit. Really? Just You're a little bit. Divots? Just a little. Just a little, little bit. Wow. Oh, and we take like a bag, like yeah. a grocery store bag, and right. wrap it um, with the handles outside of a bucket, yeah. and then just dump. How dump, many would you dump. say? What's your number, do you think? Of? Turds that you scooped. Like what? What? Like, like. What is your, like, just knowing what you did and the work you put in and how long you were out there and how brutal the winter was and you got two dogs and everything else. Like, what would you say? Like the leftover, what we found? Yeah. Like, maybe 30? That's a lot of turd. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's on top of what we already put in shop space. Yeah. That's on top Bro. of what we What's already picked up. man. I know. It's two dogs. Talking? What do you want, man? They go, they go outside. They poop, like, sometimes, like, three times a day. Each oh, of them. Oh, how are you? 30. That's a lot, man. Yeah. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah. Thawed. Not cool. I know. Damn it, Mark. I had the worst dog poo experience this weekend. Which was? I went to pick up Andy's poo and it was all mush. Yeah. Ugh. The Come dog bag was broken. No! <laughs> and I didn't know until I, until I picked it up with my hand. So what did it get on? Finger? Index finger? My whole hand was covered in pudding. Your whole oh, hand? Oh, you, like, your hand broke through and you just literally scooped it up And I literally skipped up pudding with my hand. How far away were you from home? I, next door in the parking lot. I literally ran home and yeah. like was like banging on the door because like, I couldn't use like, my hand to open the door. So I'm like, open the door. So were you like trying to shake it off? Like what were you, were you flicking it? Like what were I you I wiped doing? as much as I could off on the sidewalk. Okay, well, Oh. The smell oh. did not yeah. go. I washed my hands with lavender soap like 10 times. Yeah. It would not go away. Really? Yeah. Been there though. But yeah. not with my hand, like on no. my thumb. Your thumb. Yeah. And you're far away. And like at the time when these so bad. things would have happened, like you're far away from home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, and then, okay, not to be gross. <laughs> no, oh, now we're going to do not to be gross. Right. But okay. I would like put my thumb yeah. like to my nose yeah. right right just to see yeah. just to smell take a whiff to see how bad it is yeah oh it was bad Maury get out of here let Mocha smell your hand no ew no. <laughs> yeah 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 you know you oh, know you've been bad. there you've been there you've been there because like because yeah. Andy ate so much leftover roast uh, okay, from Passover okay. Okay. don't need to know come that. here come here come here let me smell your hand which hand was it it's oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> why are you smelling the back of your hand how do you pick up dog poop the smell stayed most on the nail let me smell Oh! Okay. I'll get electric Maury, Maury, when somebody says, let me smell your... Anyway. <laughs> you're, 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 not anyway supposed to, you're not supposed to touch them with the thing that they're smelling. <laughs> like, that's not in the spirit of smelling, okay? When somebody says, let me smell your hand, you don't touch them with your hand. <laughs> Right? When somebody says, let me taste your hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not, Not it. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Toronto Blue Jays killed it last night in that home opener. At the uh, newly renovated Rogers Center. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw, I was watching like a bunch of the stuff beforehand leading up. Because they were just broadcasting all day. On Sportsnet. Yeah. And uh, Tim McAuliffe, Tim and Friends, his show, his last show, by the way, shout out to Tim McAuliffe, uh, was broadcasting before the game. Was that his last show? It was his last show. Really? Yeah. And uh, (laughs) because the stadium opened up at 5 o'clock and you have that new section, the, the, in the outfield, 
like standing room and like all the bars and the new seating area and stuff. The outfield was like jam packed. Oh, really? By like 5.30, almost 6 o'clock, when all the rest of the stadium, the rest of the, the dome was, was empty. Was still like, people were like filtering <laughs> in. You see a couple of people in some of the rows. Yeah. But the outfield, it was like a big party. I wonder if people are going to hook up in there. Oh, in absolutely. You know what I mean? I think you think so. so? I think so. Yeah? yeah. I think so. But you don't think so, Shem? Oh, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an experience. Are you yeah, kidding me? Because I was looking at all the shots, like, and when everybody was down there and stuff, and I'm like, wait a second. That looks like a bar. Like, it looks oh, like. completely. Like, like. It's going to be a yeah. club, The man. intentions are different when you buy a ticket to that area, yeah. right? And it's only 20 bucks? Yeah. Like, come on now. How do you not hook up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a great game for the Jays who uh, picked up a win. Home opener against Detroit. Nine to three, five wow. home runs. By wow. the way, wow, five home runs. Here's Matt Chapman, deep right center, oh, baby, gone. Well hit ball right field, and it's gone. First as a Blue Jay for Kevin Kiermaier. Springer sends one to left center. Back to back. Yo, loud too, huh? Sold out game? It's like a different kind of loud in there. Bobachette, right field, deep and gone. And it's hit hard to left. And that ball is gone. So it was an incredible. Game. Were you like yesterday, Bo? Tomorrow's my birthday. Hit a home run for me, please, Bo. <laughs> I, I made I made that request to all five of those players. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. the dingers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock one out for me. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all fans are feeling it. David Morey catching up with Jay's fans after the game. Go Blue Jays! They were at the bar. Okay, you got to see the home opener of the 2023 season, and what an absolutely incredible game. Would you not agree? Absolutely. It was awesome. Dingers after dingers, back-to-back. It's definitely a more exciting team than last year. A couple big signings in the offseason. We'll see how they do, but it always comes down to pitching. That's a gap. Tell me what your thoughts are on the pitch timer. Does it speed up the game? Does it make it more exciting? I mean, yeah, we got out of here in two and a half hours. There's a half-hour delay. I'm just happy that I can go out for a drink and not feel bad about it. How much fun did you have tonight? The most fun. Honestly, to see everyone in the same area, having the best time. The energies were vibing. People were having so much fun. It was honestly enlightening to see everyone together. It was very kind, very sweet. I'm a nurse, so I like to see everyone together. It makes my heart happy. All right, looking at this team this year, do you think this is a better team than last year? I think this team is so smoking, especially the way that they wear their pants, the way that their buttholes just clench that uniform. It's really sexy. (laughs) Who's the sexiest on the team? I'm going to say Rodriguez. Is that a player? Their do you think we're going to be popping champagne later this year after the game that we won tonight? How do you think the Jays are going to do this season? I say, why bother being a fan if you ain't cheering for the champagne at the end of the season? Hey. <laughs> what a home opener for the Jays. We're going to crush it this year. This is our year to win. We're going to take it home. It started with game one at home, and we're going to go all the way, baby. Let's go. Okay, so there's the new pitch timer. What would you think of that? You know what? Not bad. Keeps the game short. Keeps everyone in check. 
everyone's ready to bat, everyone's ready to pitch, and we're going to hit her home. If you were to implement any other rules, what would be a rule that you would want to implement? The bases are already big, but let's go bigger, baby. All right, bigger. who's the sexiest on the team? Boba Shett or Matt Chapman. You saw the amazing home opener. <laughs> what do you think of the season? How do you think we're going to do? I got a good chance to win 100 games. So let's just get a, get that and then get a World Series. Why not 200 games? Because there's only 162, brother. <laughs> <laughs> How about that game? Oh, oh, sports. Listen, you got yourself some Varsho. You got yourself some Kiermaier. You got yourself some new players. Everything's going great. Okay. 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 Let's Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Let's play Great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> the season is now doomed. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Happy Easter Monday. Right. I know all the kids are off school today. Um, Jerks. <laughs> um, 18 degrees today, by the way. Damn. Yeah. And like this entire week, tomorrow 20, yeah. 24 on Wednesday, 24 on Thursday, Damn. 21 on Friday. Yeah, Come on now. Crazy. Um, yeah. You know, it's so weird. We. The kids are off today, right? Mm -hmm. Schools are closed. Mm -hmm. But, like, not everything is closed. Like, a lot of people still have to work. It's like one of those. Only a handful of government buildings are closed. Yeah. Which, for me, I don't know. I could be the lone wolf on this. Mm -hmm. But, like, everything should just be open. Kids should just go to school and then just lessen the school year by one day. Um, no, (laughs) no, I would. Most people would take a long weekend rather than finishing school one day early. Yeah, but for people who don't take the extra day. Yeah. I mean. Like for me, I'd rather come in and work today than to waste. Be off? Than to burn a day. Oh, yeah. But what if you didn't have to burn a day? What if they just gave you the day? Oh, if they gave me the day, then yeah. Yeah. So what you're asking people to do is give up a day that they're given. You're just pissed because you don't get the day. Yes. Yes. I understand that. And you should be. So give me the day. Take the day. Okay, later. Okay. <laughs> I agree. What would you do if I left right now? I, I know. I've died. I'm so... Like, if I, I didn't, just... If bro, you I didn't, said what you said, just take the day, and I said, okay, bye. I am not prepared I for just that. Left. I didn't sleep at all this weekend. <laughs> I had a... Like, you imagine? Oh, oh no. What I, I can't... Nah, just the cats were driving me crazy all weekend. Oh. I couldn't sleep. Or is it because of what you ate? And it was because of what I ate. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't know. It was just, it was a pain in the ass. Like, I had a fun weekend. Like, it was great. We we enjoyed ourselves, and we wow. had a really, really wonderful time, and I cooked great food, and mm. we did Easter, and there was a hunt, and like, all that stuff, right? Yeah. All of it. Saw bunnies in the backyard, uh-huh. which was real great. Saw turkeys. The wild turkeys? The wild turkeys. Yeah, you can't get too close. Bro, they're so loud. Uh-huh. They're so And they attack. Loud. Are those the ones that attack? They do, yeah, right? I think so, If yeah. you get too close? Yeah, they're, they're just so loud. Yeah. And, like, that's what wakes you up in the morning. Like, it's... But oh, multiplied by, like, 25. 12. Oh, 25. Yes. Okay, sure. It was a giant pack of them. Wouldn't leave our house alone. Yeah. Uh, but so you I didn't... I, nah, I, what am I going to do? Fight them? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Go to work, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can you put a scarecrow? Um, no, I mean, they. first of all, they don't care, right? Like, they. I, I don't know if turkeys, if a scarecrow would deter turkeys. I think that, you know, it's for crows, yeah. right? But I like the crows. I want to start feeding the crows because I was, I've been doing no. it. Yes. 
Why? Because crows are amazing. Do you know that if you he is, like... He is a crow expert now. Okay, bro, I'm telling <laughs> you, right? That's how he spent his long weekend studying crows. Yes. Okay. I'm going to start giving the crows cat food, for okay. one, okay? And Fun I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to build a pedestal where I put cat food on the top. Because okay. do you know that if you, like, feed crows, crows will, like, bring you gifts? Yeah, but like what? what? Dead rats? No, like trinkets and things that they find. Yeah, dead rats? No, like trinkets, Maury. Like shiny things, like a key or like a coin. But what do you or mean like, with that? Because it's gifts from a crow. It's kind of awesome. They didn't bring any junk. We yes. want a brooch? No, I, yes. Maybe. I, do you know how amazing? Okay, if a crow brought you a brooch, yes. would you wear the brooch? 100%. <laughs> okay, if a crow brought you a key, would you put on your key ring? Um, no, but I would like put it on like a maybe a nice ribbon and hang it somewhere. Okay. This is the beginning of when he goes crazy. Right? Yeah. Guys, I'm okay. telling you, okay? Yeah. Give us some more fun facts about crows. Crows are awesome. Do you know that they have been in a um like thousand year war with owls? Did no, you know this? I had no idea. Did you know that crows no. and and owls have been warring for generations? Like the Bloods and the Crips? Yes. <laughs> wow. Ain't no peace. Right? Uh-huh. Yes, they do. It's look it up right now. Google right one of you jabronis Google right now the war between crows and owls. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, Shem. Thank you. It's fascinating. Oh, enemies ordained by nature. Thank says. you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Shout okay. During, during the day, crows will bother owls that are perched somewhere sleeping. Thank you. Oh, come on. Yes, they do. <laughs> that ain't right. That's a yes, that's owl do. sleeping time. Listen, if you're going to battle, battle, make it fair. Right. Wait till the night. And they tell you that if you ever see like a baby owl, like if an owl falls out of like a tree or something like that, yeah. like if you see a baby owl in the day, Get it, because Why? it will die. It will be murdered. Oh, a crow will. Yes, that that's not how you treat someone who's bringing you shiny keys. I know, I know. I I find like I found a murdered owl in my yard. Mm -hmm. Like it was. Like, I don't know how many crows went in on this poor guy, yeah. right? But it was. Uh -oh, it was. Them. But it was not cool. It was and not it was on your cool. Property? It was right. Um, yeah, I went down the stairs in the back deck, oh. and it was like right there. Had been there for a while too. Oh, right. So what do you do? Just not. It was disintegrated. It was just feathers. Oh, like it was just a giant pile you didn't of get, blood. Get like a leaf blower and <laughs> no, I used a rake. Oh. <laughs> See you later. No, I'm Team Crow. A hundred percent. I'm Team Crow. Yes. Anyway, so I'm gonna start feeding the crows so they can Bro. bring me a brooch. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Okay. And I'd like to okay. take a minute and just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Yeah. Let's enjoy this for a second. Because we gotta talk about it. Because I learned something about this song. Just yesterday. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school with a couple of guys who were up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. 
I whistled for a cab and when it came near The license plate said fresh in and ice in the mirror. mirror If anything, I can say that this cab was rare But I thought, nah, forget it Yo, Yo Holmes, so that air I pulled up to the house God, about seven What a long intro, huh? Yeah Yo, Holmes, smell you later Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there Yeah, you don't get this anymore, right? No Prince of Bel-Air uh, but it is an iconic theme song. Yeah. And I listened to the audiobook of Will Smith's biography, Will. And I don't remember him talking to the extent about this intro um, as the way DJ Jazzy Jeff remembers what happened with this song and how it came to be. Yeah. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff on the Fresh Prince playing jazz. Also, Will Smith's DJ for their career, their musical career, right? So Jazzy Jeff is talking to the morning show, uh, Ebro in the Morning on Hot 97 in New York mm-hmm. and tells this story about that iconic intro, that iconic song. Will told Quincy there's... No- talking about, by the way, Quincy Jones, yeah. who helped uh, create and produce the show. Will told Quincy... There's no way that we could do a TV show and we don't do the music. Quincy said, do something. I thought we were doing a holder. I thought this was a placeholder that they could just put in the episode. So I made that in 15 minutes. Will wrote it. We recorded it. I did a rough mix and sent it in. And that is the mix that you hear today. <laughs> like, I was just like, I, that really bugged Blew me your out. mind. Like, it was kind of like, okay, that first Monday when they showed it, I was like, wow, that's the song. So when are y'all going to replace this? Kind of like, no, I think that's going to be there. <laughs> You're like, no, no that's not. I was like, okay. And that's it. That's amazing. That is the, the, the and, and I've gotten flack for saying this. That is the biggest hip hop record in the world. Uh, think about it. It is. That is the biggest hip hop record in the world. That's a that's a very strong argument. Could it, it be the biggest? Well, what name another one? Where everyone knows every word. Every to- word, and I'm talking every country. Every country. Now, do you think generationally there's a generation now that didn't experience it has has an experience that may not know it? Well, see, this is the crazy thing. I, I, you know what I, I mean? Like if I'm 18, 20 right now. You know what stopped that? The new Bel Air. Right. The new Bel Air. Because in the new Bel Air TV show mm-hmm. that airs on I guess a showcase in Canada, um, they use a it's a J. Cole song. It's completely different. Oh. Right? This is the that. intro. I want y'all to tell me something. What's the king? So this is just the intro for the new Bel Air show. And knowing that, like, Will Smith has his hand in, in helping produce and put this together, the new version, I thought maybe they'd go in a little bit of a di- different direction. Maybe get Jazzy Jeff to do something for it as... Yeah. Do something as well, right? Not as iconic. He brought up a good point, though, about it being the biggest hip-hop record of all time. It is hard to argue against that. Yeah. Like, what else is there? What else has this sort of, uh, and as they said, every single person knows the words to that. Okay. I'm going to get killed for saying this. Um, You could argue that 50s in the club is up there. Nope. No way. Not even close. Not even in the same universe. I'm not not saying it's the biggest, but it could make an argument. Word word for word with the syndication that this show has, uh, 
I saw one of the comments from someone yeah. about this this Jazzy Jeff video where he's talking about the uh, the Fresh Prince intro that he made in 15 minutes, not <laughs> thinking so it was going to be too. the actual song. God, a person said he's been in a stadium, God. like in countries around the world, where they English is not their first language. But when this song gets played and Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince are performing it, the crowd knows the song. They sing it word for word. Yeah. I believe that. I just think from a chorus, just strictly the chorus standpoint, that Go Shorty, It's Your Birthday has become bigger than the actual uh, record. No, I don't. I, yeah. listen, no, I'm no, a big I, fan. I agree with you on that. I, I agree I'm with a big you fan of that. That, that 50 song. And, and like I've heard it thousands of times. But if song for song, oh. I would be able to recite the words to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air more than In the Club by 50 Cent. More than the chorus of 50 Cent in the club? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but, I couldn't do the chorus of Fifty Cent right now. Of Go shorty, it's your birthday. No, 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 no. The, the the got no. me in the club like that part. No, no, no. I'm just talking the chorus, just the chorus of the song. I'm not talking all of the, all the entire song. Yeah, jeez, that's tough though, right? Yeah, but, but that, is, yeah, it's, it makes a great argument. I never would have thought that. Like, if you had said what was the biggest hip hop record of all time, uh, it would have taken me years before. <laughs> I, I was just like before it <laughs> came to me. You've been thinking of like a Biggie song, yeah, or Jay Z. Include or that, right? Yeah. Damn. That's incredible, though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who is on the phone? Mocha, it's Jeff. What up, Jeff? How are you, man? Good, buddy. How are you? I message Good. you on Instagram all the time. I messaged you yesterday. Happy birthday, stuff like that. But uh, oh, thanks, man. Biggie Smalls, Juicy, has got to be up there. Because if you think about it, when you hear the beginning of that song, every word comes back to you. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this argument out there. I could not name one line of that song. I think I, th- I think that that I think that that things. song is iconic for people who are genuinely into hip hop, not for people who aren't. Like it didn't infect my life as a non hip hop fan like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air did. Okay, yeah, you're right. The, right. o- the only other track that <laughs> I can think of, like <laughs> yeah. the only other track that I can maybe think of, and I'm not saying that it is even close to being on the level of. Um, uh, the opening for Fresh Prince is "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Yeah, yeah but Mom, Mom Spaghetti, Mom Spaghetti, right? Sure, you know what I mean? But a lot like, of people only remember Mom Spaghetti. That, but that's what I mean, right? right? But everybody, like when, like when Shem was saying, "Go shorty, it's your birthday." It's like what has cut through, uh-huh. right? Like what, like uh-huh. what cuts through? It's I was trying to think of the of words from that song too, from In the Club, and I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. tough. Jazzy Jeff makes a great are point. There, are it there actually any, might be Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Are there any old like Run DMC tracks that everybody knows? No, because that was like, like you know, like the main parts, like Walk This Way, but that's not even Run DMC no, singing that that's, part, right? That's yeah, Aerosmith. That's, yeah, that's, that's Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's hard to argue against DJ it, Jazzy no, Jeff. No, it is. It's I almost know. impossible to argue uh-huh. against DJ Jazzy <laughs> the, Jeff. The man is right. Yeah. Jeff, we appreciate you, brother. And Thank all, you. But guys, he, you, you know, guys keep doing what you're doing. I, I listen to you every day. I drive tractor trailer across the 401 from 6 in the morning until 5 o'clock at night, and I listen to you guys from 6 until 10. Well, 6 till 9, because usually you guys repeat yourself from 9 till 10, and yo, then I show on the man. podcast. Yo, come on, man. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. This guy's a on the loyal, loyal <laughs> fan. Uh, dude, 100%. your support means everything to us. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, guys. You're going to have a great day. You right, too. Man. What were you going to say just now? I was just going to say, it's one of those things where like when, when we talk about the, what DJ Jazzy Jeff said about the, the Fresh Prince song, like it's so true, but it's one of those truths that almost pisses you off yeah. you, you know what i mean like yeah. and i don't know why it's a little unsettling like, how could that be yeah right 
yes. the amount of songs that you could potentially compare it to or artists you could compare it to, the theme song for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air still always comes out on top. Because how many people have sat around having this argument of what's the biggest hip-hop song of all time? And I'm sure like people have gotten very, very passionate about it. But you can get passionate about it because it seems like it's a debatable, subjective thing yeah. until Jazzy Jeff opens his big mouth right. and then puts an end to the entire argument. Yeah. Because <laughs> right? you know in those conversations, this song does not come no, up. No, it doesn't. No, right? it's because it's corny. Like, like let's yes, be honest. And hip-hop, right. and hip-hop is not, hip-hop is all about not being corny. Right, it's about being hard and that bravado, and it's right. a corny song. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh man, it was heartbreak inside of the Scotiabank Arena last night. What? Friend, shot doesn't go, man. That's gonna do it. The Toronto Raptors fall 109-105 to the Chicago Bulls, and Demar Derozan. We'll head to Miami to take on Kyle Lowry oh. in the Miami Heat. Oh, oh the best oh. friends got to fight each other now. <laughs> I know, Shem, you feel a certain type of ways about this Raptors game last night. We were up by 19 at one point in the game. Yeah, I'm going to, this is probably some recency bias, but I'm going to say that's got to be the most deflating Raptors loss in the last pff, five, six years. Yeah. It's got to be just terrible. Yeah. To be up. Almost twenty, and lose the way that you did. Terrible, Damn, huh? terrible. And uh, Demar's kid was the real hero, oh, huh? Lord, that child. So, she was sitting like where, um, like super nav super fan yeah. sits, right? Like right underneath the bucket. Yep, two seats away from Urkel. That's right. No, Urkel, Urkel was there was too. There. Yes, yeah. and he was loving it. Killed us on IG. So. So, uh, Damar's daughter, who's probably, I don't know, she looks like she's, she's about nine, nine she's eight, nine. nine years old, nine years old. Nine, yeah. She was screaming at the top of her, like shrieking at the top of her lungs every time a uh, Raptor went up for a three, a free throw. And the Raptors missed what? What was their record for the free throw they line? They shot 50%. They were 18 of 36, missing oh 18 my free throws. God. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Oh, man, I think I got... Hold on, I have... Oh, where is it here? So they were missing free throws all night. Left and right. Right? And Nick Nurse was not happy about it. He called the the screaming um, Bush League and not basketball. (laughs) Here is DeMar DeRozan's daughter. What you're going to hear is, uh, well, just her screaming. That foot is very temperamental. So in any particular game, if he steps the wrong way or something, you know, just turns it and causes pain, he could be done for the... Scotty Barnes is a host on Barnes's official visit to Florida State. I asked him, what did you guys do? He said, well, do you want to be the sixth man or did they make you the sixth man? And Patrick said, I was down for whatever Coach Hamilton wanted. It, it worked out for both of them. Underrated passer, doing a nice job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, I'm and at first, they had no idea who it was, right? No, they didn't know. And uh, until they eventually knew and they had to, during the broadcast, acknowledge what was going on and give a, an ex- explanation. That 
is the daughter of DeMar DeRozan. Oh. And here's the voice you're hearing when Raptors shoot. She's screaming. Come on, man. I didn't know that you were allowed to scream at the top of your lungs like that. Like they've, they've kicked that. people out for less. I was gonna say, yeah, because if it wasn't a, a player's daughter, she likely would have been asked by security to at least stop or leave. Yeah. 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 So DeMar DeRozan is asked about this very same thing after the game. Man, I, I just seen it. She would she would viral. <laughs> she now, I, I, I haven't let it soak in yet. Everybody keeps saying, you know, but that's her. I kept hearing something um, during the game, then it was one free throw, some, somebody missed, and I looked back, and I was like, damn, that's my daughter screaming? <laughs> I was just making sure she was all right, though. <laughs> she was sure all right. Helped the Bulls secure that win over the Raptors. Uh, David Morey outside in Jurassic oh, no. Park. Sorry. Outside of the arena in a... Sad Jurassic Park. No. Catching up with fans. Ha, ha. <laughs> Let's go Raptors! With seconds left in the game, are you praying right now? Yes, I am praying in Spanish. It's working. Let's pray together. Go ahead. Santa Maria, por favor. Don't let the Toronto team lose. Don't let the Raptors lose. It's my city. They can, we can't lose. We can't lose. Your praying didn't work. Like it's been tough all season. We had a really good team. We're expecting a lot from them, and uh, it kind of sucks, you know, because now I'm thinking they're gonna blow the whole team up. Yeah, kind of very disappointed, you know, very disappointed. But you know, that's life. We move still. Uh, I mean, I never lose hope. You know what I mean? I just gotta keep it pushing. I know they are gonna keep it pushing. We're going to Miami. We're gonna give them the heat. Catch my pun. But you know what I mean at the end of the day? It is what it is with this game. Catch my pun. How it turned out. I feel like it's all part of the story, though, because at the end of the day, when we win it. You know, it's going to be bittersweet. That's the whole point of it, right? Oh, no. What's going through your head right now? I'm sad. I'm disappointed. We we had such a good game. 15-point lead. I feel like the problem with our team is we can't finish. We can't finish when it matters. And that's what needs to be worked on. Hopefully in the offseason, the, like, Bobby and Masai, they make some turnaround. I think we need a new coach, sadly. It's not looking good for the teams. It felt like a playoff game, and we should have won. But it was a good experience. It was sad at the end. But maybe next year. So what are we doing? Blaming Damar DeRozan's daughter? No, we 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 we're pros. You got to hit your free throws, man. (sighs) Anyway, till next year, Raptors. I guess the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, Philadelphia fans are crazy. So they did the other night in uh, in Philly at the ballpark. It was Dollar Hot Dog Night. Oh, perfect. Right? Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with dollar hot dog night. Can't argue with that. Nope. So I guess there was a kid in the stands that decided to just like start eating as many hot dogs as he could. Yeah. Right. And he had 13 and everybody was like. He had 13 or he he had he had 13 in front of him. Okay. And people were trying to get him to eat more. And they were like, eat another one, eat another one. And then when he was like, I guess, not eating fast enough for people, people started to throw hot dogs at him. No, right? poor kid. Because on how do- old is he again? I don't know how old he was. Oh. So uh, so on Dollar Hot Dog Night, the problem was that everybody had a hot dog and then it turned into a hot dog fight. <laughs> oh, God. Maury, what are the rules for a hot dog fight? 
You've been. Oh, you can't whip it. You have to lob the hot Thank dog. Thank you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Man, it, so dollar hot dog night turned into an absolute disaster because people started throwing dollar hot dogs at each other. Oh, come on. What a waste, though. Right? And then all because go, of this kid? Yes. Then somebody yeah. got to go clean all that up? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, man. <laughs> That's like the, the most amount of hot dogs somebody would have to clean up after a game. At least it wasn't the poutine hot dog, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been messy. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, our friend Robbie Amell is in a new movie called Simulant, also starring uh, Sam Worthington, who mm. we know from the Avatar movies. Yeah. And uh, our buddy Simu Liu is also... <laughs> In this flick, and Jordana Brewster, who plays uh, Robbie Amell's wife. This is the movie that Simu went blonde for. Remember when he was blonde for yeah. a little while? Yeah. And he's a bad guy in this movie as yeah. well. And it's uh, AI uprising. I'm telling you, we got to stop messing with the AI. Yeah. Because all this stuff that's happening in these movies, and we've been kind of like warm, warned about, is slowly becoming a reality. And in this movie, what happens is they create an AI version of you mm-hmm. if you want after you die. Yep. Oh, and, I'd love that. And then, but with restrictions. Yes. But at the same time, you have like these extra abilities as AI. And Simu's character, the bad guy, mm-hmm. wants to remove all those restrictions to allow the AI to get to its like full potential. Right. For bad guy stuff. Yeah. As, as these movies go. Right? right. So Robbie Amell, his character, spoiler alert, dies in the movie and then comes back as AI. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Jordana Brewster, is just feeling weird about the whole thing, but still, like... Because it's them, but it's not really them, right? right? Uh, Maury, Damon Maury was on the red carpet for the movie talking to uh, Robbie Amell and Sam Worthington, who gives us an update on the next Avatar movie, which we'll get to in a second. Robbie Amell, dude, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good to see you in person. No, I haven't seen you in person in years. You look fantastic. Oh my gosh, thank you. So you play Evan in this movie. If Evan had a Tinder profile, what would it say? I'm human, I promise. (laughs) I swear. He would try and make it as, as normal as possible. No red flags. Okay, now, um, people's thoughts play a big role in this movie. If you could hack into anyone's thoughts, who would it be and why? Oh, no, 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 no. No, thank you. I don't want to know what everyone is thinking all the time. Nobody thinks nice things all the time. Wouldn't you want to know what your, like, wife is really thinking? No. No, <laughs> probably not. That's going to get me in a ton of trouble. It's going to start fights. My son, you know what? I have a three-and-a-half-year-old. I feel like that's pure enough where I could be like, this would be a fun fun brain to look into right now. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you do not do your partner. No. No, 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 no. Would you want to know, David Mori? Absolutely. What's in Dan Matthew's mind? But I would use it to make myself look better. Like if I was hearing Matthew's thoughts and he's like, oh, God, wouldn't it be great if Maury just did blah, blah, blah? And then I would go do that and he would like, how did you know? I'd be, but because, here's the thing, though. Because I Math- love you so much. Dan Matthew has said to you, Already, multiple times, here's what I would like you to do. Yes. Or what I would like from you in this yeah, relationship. They have more talking to Robbie and Mel on the red carpet for the new movie, Simulant. Um, if you could program an AI system to do one thing for you, what would it be? Chores. Mm. Like, it <laughs> sounds like the worst parenting, but like, thing, you know, cleaning up after my son, <laughs> the annoying stuff. I love the great stuff with him, but any parent will know the tough stuff is like just brutal. So if I could just buy a little extra time and put myself on autopilot to handle that stuff. What's the tough stuff? Like poo stuff? 
Not anymore. Luckily, he's older. But, like, he's also three and a half, so now he talks back. So, like, <laughs> when he's just having a bratty mood, I could just, boom, grab my grab my sim and let him handle that. Yep. Yo, Robbie's smart. Like a, Yo, smart. Like a true stress attack. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember those days. Those three and a half year old days. Oh, it's the worst. That's so funny. It's the worst. Uh, now we move over to uh, Sam Worthington talking about the new Avatar. Avatar 3. Are they almost done filming? What can you tell the fans about where we're at with the third movie? Um, well, we filmed about 70, 80%, I guess. We, or we, we captured it, we call it. And then um, I, I think we, we're going to go back and do some more on it because. You know, Jim, it's, that's how he works. He just keeps working on it until it's ready to come out. Yeah. He always films it like it's like a 10-hour movie, and then he cuts it down. So are you, are you guys... His ideas, his thoughts. That's why I love working with him. He, he throws everything at it, and out of that comes this beautiful story of I mean, this saga that he wants to tell, yeah. That Same is the most James, James Cameron way of doing anything, eh? Oh. We, we don't, we're not filming them, but we're capturing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody just goes along with it. Yeah. They so probably great. have to, it's right? So if you're talking great. about the movie, saying that we're capturing it's it, not so, we're filming it. So That's uh, Sam Worthington <laughs> and Robbie Amell for the new movie Simulant, which is out now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, hey, do you have that Jack Black thing over there? Mm-hmm. My God, did... Uh, Super Mario ever do well this weekend? It crushed the expectations by like eighty million dollars. Of course it did. So, one hundred forty-six million in its opening weekend, two hundred four point six million in its first five days. Super Mario became the biggest global opening for an animated film ever, with three hundred seventy-seven million dollars. Bro, the movie's so good. We Is watched it? it on Saturday. Yeah. It is amazing. Really, huh? If you're... Yeah. And it doesn't matter which era of Super Mario you played. Yeah. Every single version is represented in this really? movie. It, it, it's just like... It shocked me how good this movie was. Really? And how many elements from every single game gaming system yeah, and all the little Easter eggs. Which is crazy because they don't have to do that. They don't. It's going to make a ton of money anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to do that. I think they did some of that stuff for the fans, for the parents yeah. that were bringing their kids. Totally. All the, right? like it's, 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 it's geared towards millennial parents and their young children. Yeah. Right? Bro, you. the movie is so good. Thank you. <laughs> You're how very, very, very well do well? Well, because it wasn't expected to do well, right? Like, not even in second. No, 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 no. God, no. It's a tiny little movie. Um, the one part in the movie, you mentioned Jack Black. Yeah. Who plays Bowser, by the way. Yes. And he serenades Princess Peach. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Well, he has a song that he's, because he's thinking about Princess Peach. Right. And he's got this song that he's singing to her. Not to her directly, but at some point in the movie, um, he would have sang to her had things gone his way oh poor bowser and this is the part of the movie that like really blew up and then they ended up filming like a video for it and released it but this song was not originally planned for the movie jack black who is you know tenacious d singer songwriter band member um he helped write and record and sing this song and presented it to the folks at Super Mario, and yeah. they included it in the movie. That's <laughs> so awesome. They knew that they were going to do something, but not to the extent of what this song is. And it, uh, like I said, it ended up just blowing up. This one is from my one and only true love, <laughs> Princess Peach. 
beach You're so cool And with my star we're gonna rule Peach, understand I'm gonna love you till the very end this is like one of the wow. highlights in the theater wow when this is on the screen donkey come to a thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you Princess Peach at the end of the line <laughs> I'll make you mine oh Peaches 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 Dude it's so good Is Bowser a dragon or a turtle? Uh, he's a dragon Is he? Yeah I don't think so. I think he's a turtle. Not with that long tail. Turtles have tails? A long tail like Bowser? He is a shell. Oh, right. I guess. He's a shell. Bowser is a combination of an alligator snapper turtle. Oh, there you go. So he's a turtle. Yeah. And spoiler alert, he's in love with Princess Peach. Man. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, if you get a chance, go watch the trailer for The Last Thing He Told Me, starring Jennifer Garner. It's on Apple TV this Friday, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that guy from Game of Thrones is in it. Uh, how do you say his name? Is it Nikolai? Nikolai Castorwaldo. That's yeah. it. And Aisha Taylor is also in this movie. The show is really good. Oh, you watch it? I watched it's, one episode. It's, oh, it's a, it's a show. I thought it was a movie. No, it's a show. It's fantastic. Is it like... You look like you're about to cry right now. Is it emotional? No, it's just really good. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's just your natural state. <laughs> <laughs> He's always ready to cry. Um, so Jennifer Garner plays Hannah, is her character, a woman who forms an unexpected relationship with her 16-year-old stepdaughter while searching for the truth about why her husband has mysteriously disappeared. Oh, damn. Because in the trailer, everything is fine. They set it up, loving yeah, family, this yeah. and this. And all of a sudden, Jennifer Garner then finds a note with something written on it, and her husband has disappeared completely. Jeez. And she picks up the stepdaughter from school. Stepdaughter has a duffel bag, opens a duffel bag, and there is a ton of money oh, inside damn. the duffel bag. And then all sorts of stuff starts happening. Dream Zamor? Dreams. Damn Mori catching up with the cast of uh, the new Apple TV uh, show called The Last Thing He Told Me. Jennifer Garner gives us some time. Jennifer, I'm freaking out. I'm fangirling. And my oh, sleeping good. husband in the other room is going to die when he knows who I'm talking to right now. <laughs> Um, But I want to say your character spends a lot of time trying to uncover secrets and unravel the mystery at the center of the show. Are you a fan of mysteries and and suspenseful shows yourself? If a show is suspenseful um, and really terrifying, I have to take it in bite-sized chunks. Um, But I I might still be a fan, but it really works for me. I mean, I, I go right there. I cannot watch a horror movie and a thriller. I really have to be careful about bedtime, you know? Um, but in this case, I feel like this, this just 
toes the line perfectly. It is thrilling. It is definitely something, especially once you hit the second half of the series, the engine really takes off and you are off to the races. And I love that. But you aren't going to go to bed feeling like you um, are wired and you know, that you may never sleep again and you'll have nightmares. I don't think. <laughs> Let me tell you why I love Jennifer Garner is because she, no matter the project she's working on, she is the most passionate mm-hmm. about that thing. Yeah. When she is finished filming she's it and great. ready to promote. Like, she is, like, all in. Like, sometimes you, you know, you hear interviews, you watch celebs promoting the, the thing that they're promoting and they just give kind of standard answers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Garner is like all in on this show. Again, uh, the last thing he told me on Apple this Friday. Jennifer, you've had 30 years in the business. Everybody has a favorite Jennifer Garner movie, Mine 13 Going on 30. But I want to find out from you, was this particularly challenging in a new way for you that you haven't faced before? It was, thank you. It, it really was. Um, I think as I grow older, I... I was thinking about this and talking about it with a friend. You know, back when I was young and just working all the time, um, I I cared and I was disciplined about it. And I I tried to put out the best thing that I possibly could. But boy, I care even more now. I don't work as much. So when I do, I feel like my whole heart goes into it. I prepped for months. I learned to turn wood and I did it with, you know, I did it all day Saturday, all day Sunday. I just loved it. I thought it was the coolest way into who Hannah Hall is. The, the Her stillness, her quiet, her concentration, her just shaping something and letting it become what it's meant to be. And Um, I, you know, I, when I was younger, I didn't work with an acting coach. Now I work with Nancy Banks without fail and every single Sunday for hours and, and prep leading up to it. I work with a vocal coach. I care on such a different level. It makes you more vulnerable in a way, but it's also just such a pleasure to have something this rich to dive into. Oh, Mm. Jennifer Garner. We love you even more. Uh, the last thing he told me is on Apple TV this Friday. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Natalie, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing good. It's been a long time since we talked to you. Um, Two years now. It was April of 2021 that you were on Fix My Life last. So, mm-hmm. Natalie, let's just go over why you were originally on the show. You said, hey, Roz and Mocha fixed my life. I moved back in with my parents. I love them, but I'm having a hard time as they run their business from here, and I end up just spending a lot of time in my room. I really want my independence, but rent seems super expensive. My friend and her boyfriend asked if I wanted to move in with them, but I don't think it's such a good idea. What should I do? So that was your original. Um, the original conversation that we had, do you remember what we what we all discussed, what the advice was? Yeah, I remember, Roz, you, you saying don't move in because it would be full of, it, they would be whispering all the time. Oh, and don't don't move in with your, with your, your, with, my, with your friend with and her my, boyfriend. My friend and her boyfriend, correct, yeah. Right, okay, which I still think is a terrible idea. <laughs> Um, and Mocha, I remember you, you could relate to this because you had to do the same thing where you were on your own for quite a while. And then when you moved back to the city, you went and moved back in with your parents. I mean, the awesome thing was that 
Yeah, my mom came into my room and gathered up my laundry and did it for me. Right. Even though I knew how to do my laundry. And I said, Ma, don't worry right. about it. Yes. Uh, but, like, man, did I save a lot of money. And that was what we discussed a home. lot is because rent, it, everything was so expensive for you and money seemed yeah. to be an issue. And so I, I believe that the advice was uh, to just stay at your parents' place, save as much as you can, and, you know, don't look for the easiest opportunity to move out. Wait for the best opportunity to move out. So right. after all this time, almost two years, years, as Mocha said. What did you decide? So it did take me a few months. So I did end up saving some more money as the year went on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then towards the end of the year, around October, I decided to give it a try. Obviously, I was really nervous because she's my best friend. And Wait a I second. You started to give what a try? To, to go and move in with them. After oh we told you not God. to? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we told you not to. So... Uh, yeah, so I decided to give it a try. I slowly moved in my stuff, kind of just gradually moved in. Like uh-huh. I said, really nervous about the relationship. And it has been awesome. Because, oh, really? Yeah, because um, first of all, obviously, we all split rent. Um, and the rent is actually not that bad. It's like under $1,000 a month. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of fun together. We cook together. We watch movies together. Um, and her brothers actually live uh, like 10 floors down. So we're kind of like living out our friends sitcom kind of dream. Um, so it's nice to hang out with people my own age for a change. But and, do, do, do yeah. your roommates, your friend and her boyfriend, do they yeah. ever feel like you're being a third wheel? Like do, do those conversations ever come up? Like, Hey, yeah, uh, you know, I, I know we all get together on Friday nights and watch Netflix, but I think tonight, uh, we kind of want to do our own thing. Honestly, not really, just because I feel like we're all also, to a certain degree, pretty busy. So we all kind of have our own space in the in the condo that when we need to be alone. And then sometimes, obviously, we kind of all end up in that situation. But it doesn't happen, like, every single weekend or every okay. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a pretty good balance of just, like, you know, hanging out Let's and having our alone time. And they're not, like, you know, the type to be, like, all over each other all the time. Is, so. the, uh, is the boyfriend sweet on you? No. <laughs> No, we have a great friendship, and I always say, no wonder my best friend fell in love with him, because, I mean, physically, we look completely different, but we're pretty similar in a lot of ways, so, And yeah. what about you? What's your relationship so wait, status right so, now? So That's wait, a whole other go, go, FML mocha. Okay, okay, hold on here. You say about this guy, no wonder my best friend fell in love with him? <laughs> yeah. Girl, you're sweet, Girl. On, you're sweet on him. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Honestly, if you would, see, we are not attracted to each other at all. Yeah, so right. don't you worry, yeah, Roz. Right. He's attracted to okay. you. Guaranteed. All right. Guaranteed. Oh, sure. Guaranteed. Drama. Guaranteed he's attracted to you. <laughs> okay. Roz, is, right. Roz is fishing for an FML update to the update. Yeah, because you know what happens? <laughs> when, when Roz you, just doesn't want to be wrong. No, because if, if, he, if, he, if he doesn't downplay his attractiveness to you, then that means that you wind up, you know, buttoning things up, right? Ouch. So when when he when he You're lets now it know creating the scenario. No, no, no. When he lets it known that he's not attracted to you and we're just best friends, all this other stuff, right? That frees you up a little bit. Your inhibitions go out the window. Oh, please. Gets, that's, that's, Natalie, that's how it works. Natalie, don't that's listen to him. Don't listen that's to him. That's how it works. If the situation you're is in a, working you're in a thruple. for you guys, you no, are, you're you not. You are paying $1,000 a month to be in a thruple. We, know, we actually joke about being in a thruple. Oh, so maybe you're not dude. Wrong, Natalie. Oh, you I do. I was trying to save you here. What yes. Yes, you do. Oh, come on, Natalie. You, you have a non-sexual boyfriend is what you do. Okay, well, 
because I have a whole other SNL for you for my relationship yeah. status. So maybe when's, I'll when's, when's the last time you brought a guy home there? Uh, a few months ago. Yeah, how'd that work out? Well, he was a doink, so not oh. very well. Because you were comparing him to the to your to the to the other boyfriend. No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> it, lo- enjoy the thruple. I w- I am. Yes, I know you are. I, <laughs> Natalie, I almost saved you. You're on your own now. You are absolutely I know. on your own. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Girl. Yep. We're happy that you're happy. Thanks for reaching out again and uh, providing the update for everyone. Sounds good. Have a great day, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Oh, man. How you doing? Good. Well, there's something I wanted to talk to you about. Ooh, scandal. <laughs> it's not a scandal. Why would you think it's a scandal? Just the way you said it. Oh. Uh, So Prince Harry is going to go to Prince Charles' coronation, but Meghan is not. Dun, dun, dun. No, for real. Yep. So she's staying back home. What's the reason? What's the reason? There's got to be a reason. Well. Who said what? They they say that she's going to stay back in, listen, quote, remain in California with Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet. But that also means that the kids aren't going to go. Dun, dun, dun. He should call into FML one day. You know what I mean? (laughs) Guys, I need your help. Yeah. Who would call? Would it be Prince Harry or Charles that would call in? Probably Charles. Oh, Oh, no way. You don't think so? No, not the king. No. Definitely not the king. It would be Prince Harry. Yeah, you're right. It would be. Right? Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> Here's the problem. <laughs> Me and my dad don't get along. <laughs> All I want to talk to him about is like his frostbit penis. <laughs> Wow, that's old news. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know it's old news, but that's not something I don't know well, if like, that what ever more could you say? I don't know if that ever becomes old news. What more could you say? I, I would if he was my friend, right? Yeah. Like if I if you if you at one point, right, uh, got frostbite on your penis, uh-huh. every single day that I saw you until we were old men, I would ask you how your penis was. Oh my god. Every single day. I would need to know. I would need. But if, I would, if every day I'm I'm hitting back at you with like it's totally fine. Yeah, good. I'm like just checking. Good. I'm just checking in. Or even if I said, no, nah, just checking I'm, in. I'm good. That happened years ago. Yeah. No need to ask anymore. Cool. There's I will continue no, to no ask concern. in case there are any other uh, issues that I happen. I wouldn't be your friend then. No, you wouldn't, eh? <laughs> even after that request, <laughs> stop asking me, bro. Yeah, so he's going. And because remember the play was that they were sort of at this weird standoff where... You know, it was like, who was going to flinch? Because if they didn't go because they weren't in, they could, because they weren't invited, then they could always say we weren't invited. But then Charles threw out the invitation to say, hey, yo, you guys are more than welcome to come. And then if they didn't, then that looked bad on Harry and Meghan, mm-hmm. right? So I guess their workaround to all of this, but really, like, I mean, why would, it's still in-laws though, right? I know, but let's see which table they sit him at. Oh, damn. Well, he's not going to sit in the back. What do you mean at a table? You don't think, like, what do you think? It's like a, like a, a like a banquet, banquet? like a, like, you know, like a catered affair. No, no, no. I don't think, I don't think there's a. Well, it's not a barbecue. No, he's definitely not going to be at table one. Like, he's not eating first. Mm -mm. Right? Oh, no, no. He's not at the table. No, he's like, he's eating fourth, right? (laughs) Yeah. William is getting served first. I think he's sitting at the friend's table. And and like, whatever celebrities do decide to show up because apparently everybody said no. So it's going to be like, Harry's going to be with like Lou Bega (laughs) and uh, Shaggy. And Shaggy. (laughs) (laughs) And um, 
Like everybody else, the Afro, <laughs> Afro man <laughs> yeah. probably show up. Afro man <laughs> probably, probably be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor Newman from oh, uh, yeah. Wine R. Harry Brayden. He'll roast everybody. Yeah, yeah. Harry's going to be fighting for buns right. with those guys, <laughs> yeah. right? Like yeah. he's not eating first. At that wedding. What are you doing here, Harry? <laughs> How's the penis? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yesterday, the Rogers Center said that the um, the roof was open for the, I guess, the earliest it's ever been open yesterday. It was open yesterday? Yeah, and it's the really? earliest it's ever been open. Wow. It's amazing. Damn. Yeah, I saw the video on the... Uh, Blue Jays IG of the the dome opening up. Oh, yeah. Maury lives right down. How far are you would you say, Maury? Are you from the Rogers Center where the Jays play? Like seventy two steps. <laughs> like he's so yeah, close. Right so close. What is your I neighborhood always... like though? Well, we have the schedule like, on the you, fridge because we need to know when there's home games because life changes when there's five thousand people walking in front of your home. God. Uh, I'm always fascinated by the amount of condos that are around there. At those packed games when you hear, like, the roar, like, the cheer, yeah. right? And I always wonder what it's like to live in one of those units where you could clearly hear the crowd inside the Rogers. I hear the horn when they hit a home run. Yeah, you, it's amazing, right? You do? Really? Like, yeah, you can hear the horn. God, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Which is quite funny if you're lying in bed. You're just, like, lying there watching Golden Girls and you cheat. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. I know one time I was at a friend's place who lived in the Hollywood Hills. I was down there for ET Canada, and uh, at the time the Academy Awards were happening, and we were at his place watching the Academy Awards on television, like the, the sort of pre-show, mm-hmm. right? The red carpet. And where he lived in the hills was like right above at the time where the Academy Awards were taking place. Mm -hmm. So when we were watching it on television, through the windows, you could hear the crowd cheer. Wow. Damn. Like coming up over the over the hills. Uh-huh. But because of the delay, it was like you knew like who was coming based on oh, wow. the, the, the amount of cheers. So it was like it was a spoiler for us almost sure. like while like you're a watching. Big celebs yeah. of like, yes. Is here. Yeah, yeah. You could play like guessing games. Who's that cheer it's for? Really, it's really wild when you once when, when when I guess when you live like, like like Do you guys remember that fame oh, famous, I guess famous viral video of uh in LA there was a guy watching or family watching the news yeah. of like a police chase through a neighborhood and it just so oh, happened yes. the chase went yes. right, right by, by their house <laughs> and they filmed like they're on the balcony <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes that's actually happened yeah. a couple of times right yeah, yeah. and it's always in LA like they're watching the news of a, a high speed police chase yeah. and they're filming their themselves watching it on TV but then you see the sirens and the lights and the, the cars drive by you know like sucks? on their street that, that stuff never happens to me like I never get anything cool like, I was just looking at this one story here Rain Wilson from The Office right mm. so he he is. Uh, he put something up on social media where he's on a flight and he's wearing a COVID mask and a baseball hat, as all celebrities do now. As every celebrity still flies with a COVID mask yeah. on. I saw Patton Oswalt on the flight when we were going to LA. He was the only person on the plane wearing a COVID mask. Yeah. We walked on. I'm like, Patton Oswalt. Uh, you know what I mean? But, uh, but, but, but I never get to experience like I, that, nothing like that happens. So Rain Wilson is on this flight and he posts on social media where he's sitting there and he films himself, right? He's sitting in his seat. And he puts the camera on himself 
and then he turns the camera to the side, and the guy sitting beside him is watching The Office on an iPad. Yeah. You know what, though? I saw that video. You thought I don't fake? Believe, I don't believe it. You I don't? No, I think that guy was traveling with Rain Wilson. Uh, but really? Yeah. You think so? Because of the way, hmm. watch the video, and yeah. it's the way he swung the his, his camera around, his phone around, right. to clearly shoot that guy who's like eating food and watching The Office, and then swings the camera back to himself. There's no way that person, unless he was just so like into the episode, that he didn't notice... The phone, forget that it was Rain Wilson, yeah. but that the person sitting directly next to you has a phone, gets it as close as he did to you. <laughs> True, yeah, I know you're right. And then flips it back around Good at him. Point. But I also don't know what I would do in that situation. I am so terrified of conflict that even if Rain Wilson did that and I didn't know it was Rain Wilson, I don't know if I would say anything. Right? I, mean, I, don't, I don't. Like, what am I going to fist fight somebody in first class? No, like, if, if the guy. Like, what do you say? You I wouldn't say, say anything. I would be like, what's going on? And then if, <laughs> would he, you? And then if he then, like, pulled his mask down and be yeah. like, yo, Dwight, Trout, right, beats Bears Battlestar Galactica, right. then I'd freak out. I'd be like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Let's watch this episode together. <laughs> oh, man, you just broke my heart. You th- That's fake. That stuff man. does happen, though. <laughs> man, why you got to do I'm that? I'm telling you, go watch the video. I did. I liked it. I thought right? it was sweet. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's fake. Whatever. I think it's fake. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Library of Congress announced they are adding 25 songs into their catalog. These songs are deemed, quote, audio treasures worthy of preservation for all time based on their cultural, historical, or aesthetic importance in the nation's recorded sound heritage. Okay. Very serious stuff. What era? All eras. For example, we'll lead with this, surprising, I think, to most. Because it was very surprising when I read this song title. But this is going into the Library of Congress. Oh, yeah. The totally. Super Mario theme. Totally, I understand this. Right? I was just thinking, like, traditional songs that... By artists, by performers that we know, right? Groups... Yeah. Male, female singers. I would never have thought, like, the video game kind of right. age. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm going through the list. The, the first song, the 1908, they have a song from. Yeah. 1908. Yeah, because they update their list all the time, right? Oh, damn. Um, here's another song going into the, uh, into the Library of Congress. Oh, sweet dreams are made of these. Also, big up Daddy Yankee, as he is the first reggaeton artist or with a track, a reggaeton track that makes it onto this list as well. I can tell by the look on your face, Roz, that this is the first time you've heard this song. I've never heard this song before. This song is like, <laughs> what is it saying? It's gasolina. Gasolina. Bro, this song's almost like 20 years old. Yeah. Creeping no, up on no almost idea. 20 years of this no song. Idea. I th- to be honest with you, I thought Daddy Yankee was a young man. Like, I thought that he was like a... Daddy Yankee retired from the game. Oh, did he? Yes, a couple Come years on. ago. Really? Yes. No idea. Okay. This no one, idea. for sure you'll know. Okay. This is right up your wheelhouse. Okay. Hit me. Another song that's being added to the Library of Congress catalog. Mm-hmm. 
You know it, you love it, you sing it, Ross. Mm-hmm. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I heard him say it, but... Jimmy Buffett, your boy. Oh, this part. Uh, David Mori will be happy about this song being inducted as well. Like, this has to be the easiest job in the world, picking these songs, huh? Let's just sit around at the table and just go through legendary tracks. All popular and honor songs. Them. Yeah. Like, so easy. I want to get on that board. Uh, another song. Here we go. Back to back. Damn it, Maury picks. Finally. Nothing wrong with this. Talk about songs, cultural, historical, or aesthetic importance. Some of the criteria to make it onto the list. Library of Congress. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. Absolutely. Uh, another song that they've added. Which one is this? Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. Led Zeppelin. Isn't this song like almost 10 minutes long or something? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, so close. Uh, So there you go. A list, uh, a handful of the songs that are entering into the Library of Congress. John Lennon Imagine also added. Yeah. Uh, Again, these songs are deemed audio treasures worthy of preservation for all time based on cultural, historical, or aesthetic importance in the nation's recorded sound heritage. Oh, man, Flashdance is on there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a great uh, list. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.